Florida, Israel, Los Angeles. He makes music and has a good head on his shoulders. We're talking to John Blaze next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Breaking into. And I'ma show you how to ride with a G. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder how high we could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll show you how to Sounds good. That production value. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, James Law Jr. You can follow us on YouTube and iTunes under Black Hollywood Live or BHL. We have a Twitter, which is BHL Online. And you can follow me at James Law Jr. all over the interwebs. Yes, exactly. Good song. That was Moods by my guest. One of his new songs has been released. We're going to play another new song by him later on in the show. Um, there are many Johnny Blazes out there. But this one stands out from the rest. Last year, he had projects out called Bad Grammar and the EP After This We Start, which are two great projects. And I played many songs off of them for a long time. We're going to talk about all of that, the music-making process. He's making lots of music right now. He's so excited. I'm excited for him. He has two new songs out, uh, Mood and Force Field, which we're going to play Force Field a little later. He's living in L.A. He's making it happen, making the dream real. Ladies and gentlemen, John Blaze. See? The fans. Hi, Donnie. How are you? I'm doing amazing. You are. No, actually, I've been seeing. L- I follow you. Living, right? You're living. You look great. Thank you. I haven't seen you in a while. Last 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 four months, I've been just like working out. I can tell you, totally. I'm like, got summer's, arms all of a sudden. Summer's coming. Yeah. <laughs> summer's coming. <laughs> I had to come with the tight black shirt. I had to show it off a little bit. <laughs> it's because it's been so long since I've had. You know, like you came when I first came here. I remember we were yes. talking about In and Out, In and Out. Yes. Five guys, In and Out. Yes, five guys. I had five guys the other day. It's funny because yeah, so you and I, um, we've known each other now for like God. About eight months at this point. I don't know how long it's been since last it's year. While. It's been a while. We actually have an interview on our sister network, uh, After Buzz TV, uh, The Concert Experience, and with Johnny Blaze. We did that back in December of last year. Um, and so I wanted to bring him back in because he has some stuff coming up. And he's been working at this craft. He's been in L.A., you said, now a year? One, one year yesterday. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, what is one thing about Los Angeles that you are liking? I got to say the weather is consistent. Okay. And I'm not used to that. I'm, you know, in Florida, it's the humidity is just terrible. Yes, yes. In Israel, it's dry, it's fun, it's hot. It's kind of like the valley. It's kind oh, of like, is it really? Okay. Yeah, I'm used to like near the Santa Monica area, where it's like you, yeah. you walk out and it's like air conditioning outside. <laughs> yes, I heard Tel Aviv is a very happening spot at night. It's amazing. No, it's it's like you get a, you get a great combination of uh, you, you got the beachgoers, yes, and then right next to the beach, there's like it's kind of like Wall Street. Ah, so you got you got okay. suits and bikinis and. Hey, there you go. And, and, and both of them don't mind each other. So. Well, you know, I, I, that I'd love to see that. But also, I don't mind my Florida either. I like my South Florida. I have a good time when I go there. I was there in January. I was in South Beach. I had a great time. Ah, beautiful people, good food. And the weather was, like, amazing. I was very happy. Um, I wanted to read a couple of things to you because we did do uh, a show together for and got a lot of views. I was very impressed by the views we got. And these are some of the comments that right. we got. I was going to read them to Bring you. Bring them so, okay, so one, Benjamin Klein, don't know if you know him or not, said, I'm so proud of you, brother. Great interview. The sky's the limit for you. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay humble and hungry. Ben Klein is a, that's a significant name for me. Is it real? Okay, tell yeah. me, what, what name is that? He was like, he, he is, he's my all-time best friend. Oh, we okay. Were, we were pretty much born together. Our moms were, were best friends and we, we grew up together. And, you know, getting into trouble. So that's kind of cool that he, uh, oh. that's why I love the internet. Everyone stays updated. Yeah, well, he, he watched. Uh, Tina, I hope I'm butchering these things. Tina8765 said, 
good looking and brains too. Great combo. I like that. He is good looking, you guys. Hello. And I hope I don't put you to see there. One Sherry Amore. Love his music, like his flow. It stands out from others. Very positive. Ah! Now we got. Now we got. A, it's a. It's a. Now it's a. Now, it's now a we're. Now we're really lucky. Now it's a party. Um, that is. I mean, you got some really positive stuff. You know, on the internet, anything can happen, and people can write all kinds of crap. It's quick. So yes, it's very quick. So that was very nice to read. I want to make sure you heard those from our last interview. We did. That's great. I'm. That's good feedback. I yes, want more of those. Feedback. Okay, so actually, you had last year. And you had you, you released two different projects that went out. How do you feel when you look back about 2015 for you? How do you what do you think? That's when you a look good back question. Well, I kind of see it as like location and what I was able to do in the location. Um, when I was living in Israel, I uh, thank you, thank you, we appreciate that one. This is, this is live TV, folks. Thank I love you. it. I love it. When I was living in Israel, hold on, I'm gonna do. Oh wait, let me multitask. This is great. <laughs> Keep my mind occupied. So when I was living in Israel, yes, you're living in Israel. Um, I moved down to Beersheba, which is it's about one hour south of Jerusalem. Okay. It's very quiet. There's not much to do. Yes. Um, which, which is great for me because I was wanting to, wanting to focus on my music. Yes. Um, okay. And because I had, at the time, the, just the resources um, and the time to do it, I made great music, and that is what stood out for a lot of... Um, of my career okay. with like those small projects that became significant for me. Yeah, you can go on the floor. So, you know, okay, in comparison to like coming to Los Angeles where I have to rebuild from the ground up, and, and now, in, like in that scenario, it's kind of like, okay, I don't have resources, but I have, uh, I have what I did before okay. in Beersheba. So that's kind of how I'm seeing it right now. Like I, I had a year, and so far I've done a lot of really cool projects which we're going to talk about tonight yes, yeah and um so pretty much oh my train of thought remind me the question remind me the well, question just you look over oh, 2015 what does it, what's, what's it feel like to you pretty much when i think of 2015 i think of south israel okay i think of that isolated place yeah. where i got so much music done and yeah. here now i'm kind of like acclimating myself now to the la style i, I mean i'm it's fun yeah Living here is amazing. How did you uh, find your current production team? Didn't you switch production teams and you like? I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky. So because of the Uber thing. Oh, there you go. That's how we met. Right, right. We met. It's, I, I, Here's my I, driver. I still, I still stand by that. Uber is a great way to meet people. It's mm -hmm. a random. You meet walks of life everywhere. It's, mm -hmm. And I met. So I, I picked up an artist who was going to the studio that day, and I was playing him some music. And actually, I was, I was playing him a French. I remember this. I was playing him a French rap song by Stromae. Okay. And uh, and he was like, "Oh, you you you're a French person." And I was like, "No, nah, I just like the song." Yeah. He was like, "Oh, listen to me." And then the conversation developed, and he took me in the end to his studio. Oh my god. And there I met the sound technician. His name was Mark Solomon. A very cool guy. He's part of the tribe. He was Jewish. I was like, "Oh, I came from Israel." <laughs> I was I was trying to use whatever I could in the yes. most subtle way mm -hmm. to just show like my interest in wanting to advance like I, I was looking for a place to record yeah. I knew nobody this was actually a little after yeah, our last interview okay good okay. so this was like you know keeping keeping an open mind up yeah. and, and just waiting for the signs yeah because I, I was saying before you had people before you but I'm thinking yeah you moved with some newer people so um well so my idea was how am I going to get the process done because I didn't have my studio anymore it wasn't like in South Israel where I had everything under control okay now I have to go to people now I have to work with people now I have to collaborate 
which is fun, but it takes a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm a very, you know, <laughs> when you have an idea, you just want to get it out. As fast right, you want to get it out, yeah. But luckily in this, in this day and age, though, because you've done this and I've seen you do this, you just put stuff on Snapchat, you put stuff on Facebook, you like, you just, you've done a few completely videos Completely impulsive, of, completely yeah. spontaneous. I love which it. Is, that's, that's the way yeah. I want to do it. Which is great. I mean, because you can do that now. You don't have to, I mean, you want, obviously you want more polished stuff like moods like that, but in the meantime, you can just release things off a phone or wherever, wherever you want to do. Totally, I'm, and thank you for the liking mood. So here we go. It's still, it's still brand new, and I'm still, it, um, I, I just released it two days ago. And right now I'm working on my market strategy for it, so it's going to be interesting yes. how, how people are reacting to it. It's so um, different. What, do you, what is different about this song from some of your other ones? It's, it's transformed about six different ways. I think, I've, okay. I think about four or five different people have touched the song oh, when, okay. it, when it comes to uh, recording, tracking, music production, and then essentially the mix and master. It's been in, in like four different studios. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, and it's had like three different bodies okay. um, of music. Yeah, okay, you got it. So, so by the time it actually was, was, we could call it a finished product, which even you know nowadays, obviously, music is so opinionated. Nothing is a, yes, a finished product, right. project. It can be all remixed and whatever. That's, that's, what, that's why I like SoundCloud. It's more of a, yeah. it's, it's not so regulated. It's not like, yeah. let me, let me, uh, let me share my opinion. Let me put my two cents in before you know labels and 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 more serious responsibility comes around when it comes to distributing music. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, because I'm not you know um, I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm gonna use that to my advantage. He has about forty or forty songs on SoundCloud, folks. So I'm telling you, you can go there and check stuff out for there. Um, and I'll put the link on, on my page. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's funny because you're right because. You're able to like be raw and share whatever form that song is in at any given time to the public, and then yeah, and then you have you know you may have a finished product later, but along the way you can share say this is I'm doing it reggae style or I'm doing it you know bachata style or I mean like you can you can literally put it out in any form you want, and along the way people ask me they're like what's your genre, and I tell them I'm still a developing artist and they say well you have all these songs and I said I know. Isn't that crazy? I'm still yeah. developing. Yeah, I actually had last time. So you still up so at this point between last time and now, you're still developing yourself. I've been developing it for about 15 years. <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? And I hope not to finish. You know, to get to a final product. I hope. Oh, okay. I hope on the way people are just enjoying what I'm doing. And and thank thankfully to the internet, I'm yeah. able to reach out to more people, and they're able to get in touch with me, and and it's it's great motivation, especially because I'm moving places and and really just you know destroying and rebuilding. I saw some comments on your SoundCloud page, and people are, are responding to your music. They are. They're saying things. You can, you can comment, obviously, you can comment on anything nowadays. Every platform has a comment section. <laughs> and I see you have some, some good comments on there. It's like uh, now it's like releasing a, a brand new song, but I have already have 40 songs, and, and people who are coming in to see the yeah. new stuff, they, they already know my stuff. They already yeah. know like the material. They know what to expect. Uh, right now, I'm trying to... And because I'm saying I'm developing, it's because I'm still looking for a different... I'm still trying to reach out to a larger demographic. I'm okay. still trying to um, keep my ear to the, you know, to what's to the charts. And what's ha- to what's happening on the charts right now? Do you think, in your opinion? In my opinion, well, Drake dropped views, and that is probably <laughs> I could literally, you know, recite every word from the album. <laughs> yes. And it's just because the songs are that catchy that you can literally yeah, do that. Catch, very catchy. Uh, Chance the rapper, you know, okay, is, yeah. People are buzzing about that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a Post Malone fan, and uh, he just dropped a, a, okay. a small mixtape, which was. Surprisingly, very catchy. I mean, he had Jeremiah on that. Okay. He, oh, had, Jeremiah, Jeremiah. he got he got um, some new artists coming up that you know like yeah. he actually got Jaden Smith. 
Oh wow! To do a to a little. Uh, we know Willow did songs back in the day, but I know Jaden was doing right? something. Right, right. Okay, everyone's everyone's working. The well, Fresh Prince is coming back. Here, the, Fresh Prince. Gotta, um, gotta restore the legacy. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Um, Shout out to Jaden Smith. I think awesome. you just made me lose my train. I love that. Um, but no, because mixtapes are mixtapes are a big thing, and nowadays, back in the day, they were actual tapes. But now they're just they're just. I wish back. I wish it was like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I I grew up that way, so I mean. Because then you appreciated more what you got. It's like uh, I, I actually about a week ago I went to a Walmart and I saw this this guy selling his mixtape on the on the side. Oh wow! And, and he was chasing people down. He was just like, "Hey, listen, you, you like rap, right? You saw my my snap my <laughs> yes. snapback." Yeah. He was like, "Hey, hey, like I got the CD." And so I I heard it and it was it was okay, but yeah. it reminded me of like the time I was like, "Man, I remember chasing people down like mm-hmm. that." Yeah, it's it's a thing that nowadays like my mom in a different field she collects African American art. And a lot of the artists that are big now, she's like, I remember them 30 years ago when they're out of the back of their car, like literally out of the back of their car and their vans, they're selling their artwork. They're at swap meets. They, like, you know, you know, kind of, isn't that funny? And like now they're making thousands of dollars. You it's, like, know. it's like the attention's going back into the hands of the people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that yeah. actually. Why didn't the mixtape, the mixtape thing has gotten bigger now, isn't it? Not even that, just every, everyone in general. I don't, I don't mean to get off track for music, no, but please, even like yeah. Uber, Airbnb, yeah. um, just what you're able to do with mm-hmm. the internet. You know the it's, the attention's going back into the in, into the individual because we got so far away from it, right? That's you know that's why I showed up in LA. <laughs> you wanted to be in the in the mix of the people, right? There's like when I first came here, I was a little, I wasn't exactly familiar with what was going to happen or how the music industry worked. Okay, I was going to learn it as I okay. would would go on, and so far what I have learned is that there is multiple ways to to be to make lucrative careers. Out of not of just of just knowing music, in fact, like you know, even teaching, even oh, yeah. uh, consulting, producing, yes. and you know, I'm just I'm feeling much more confident about my future here. I have friends who um, who are you know opera singers, and we had we had one guy, my friend H. Uh, Warren Sharp was on here last year, um, who actually on the side they do they teach singing lessons, vocal vocal stuff. They work at music, but I mean, like it's, you can work it out. You can have a career. You just have to figure out a, a way to do it, so you can still be in it. But I'm still my my ideal goal. When I first came here, though, even though there's so many options and stuff, what I really want to do is I want to be on that stage. Yeah, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for it. I want to, I want to come right. see you. Oh, it's gonna be a big stage. That's why I'm waiting. Okay, I'm waiting. I want to see you. That's the one thing I haven't seen you do yet. I want to see you live in front of people. Studio time. I'm working. I know you're working. That's good. You're, you're perfecting your craft. Summer's coming up. That's why I had to get get back to the gym. <laughs> you do look bigger than you did last time. Like, wow, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, your other song that you that just you just released. I think was it yesterday or another one a couple days Move. ago? About but Force Field. Let's about that Force one. Force Field. Yeah. So I'm gonna have um, Rissa's gonna cue it up and play and play some of it because I like the music on this one. Yeah. And we'll talk Mama about Voice feels surrounding me. It feels so good to be alone, but I yeah. I need this company. I need this company. Yeah. I need this company. I, like I need this company. Yeah. Yeah. I like the music. It's got a cool story to it. Okay. Back when I was faded, I would never listen. Twist the OCB up. All right. Pass around redemption. I'm hearing the evolution of your of your, of your, your sound. I was on a your production. I can hear it. Out of my home when I was 20. 
So that's Force Field. We're gonna play that on the outro on the way out to you a little bit. But I wanted to hear that one. I really love the music. It's like you can totally hear from me from your earlier stuff. There's an evolution happening in you your know, production. It's, it's surprising. I get that a lot. A lot of people that have have heard even like a year's worth mm-hmm. will be like, "Wow, you know, you've really changed a lot." And that's exactly what I want to hear. Yeah, because that's what I'm trying to do. Right. And so, tell me a story about Force Field. Great name. Song. So, um, so the main producer I work with right now is living in, still living in Beersheba. His name is Oren Katz. Oh yeah. And Orin his Katz. younger apprentice, okay. I'll, I'll call him his apprentice. Good, we're all good friends, so you know, yes. there's no no titles. Yeah. But his name is Danny Yasno. Okay. And the kid is just a very talented guy. He sings. Um, he sounds a little like. Uh, um, he does a lot of light rock. And he's just got that Jason okay. Mraz kind of melodic voice. Okay, okay. Right? That's, yes. you know, I'm a, that's what I'm a fan. Yes, I do. Um, yes. But he actually, you know, turns out he produces hip-hop music as well wow. in his spare time. And he, he just sent me the first beat I ever heard from him. Sent me was Forceville. Oh. And he's, and now he's like, you know, it had everything in it already. Okay. Except for a few guitars and some mixing that, you know, we did over yeah. in, in Hollywood. And um, I remember I was just trying to text him. I was like, hey, this is great. I'm yeah. going to use this. And he was just... He's very modest. Oh, really? I loved it. I just, you know, it made me want to do it more. I was like, man, I want to turn this into something. And and things just worked out so quickly. You know, some song, some songs could take months, like Mood. Mood took n- more than a year. Oh my god. Wow. This song took 3 weeks. Oh my god. Wow. And and it was and it was and it was all there too. It, was, it, it all came very fast, you know. What, the, what the made writing. you what was it about that melody or that beat that you said, "Yes." It was um well, he used the uh, the OVO sound kit, okay, um, which is how we, which is the sounds he was using. But what I really liked about this song was it kind of put you in a bit of a trance. Okay. It's a bit dark. It's a bit um, serious, mm-hmm. and it's an opportunity. I think the beat gave me an opportunity to really show a more mature side of me. Okay. Um, obviously, a lot of the subjects I, I I sing about are very similar to each other. Um, I love talking about those arguments, those small dialogues so between. Couples, or um, you know, just anything I can, you know, grip my mind around. But that song uh, specifically was mostly about that. Um, it, it was really a chance for me to really show a more visual side of it. I mean, if you listen to the song, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you can catch yeah. you can catch the mental image, which which is what I was really trying to yeah. give to the listener. Well, folks don't know if you didn't watch our last episode. You can learn here that you actually are a well-read man who actually has certain philosophies you believe in. Thank so, you. That that sounds very flattering. But no, but yeah, but it's true. I mean, it's true. But you do. We we've had we've had talks off camera and on. I mean, you do. They're they're. Well, what, about, what about Mark Wood? I mean, our buddy Mark Wood. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to watch awesome. this. I mean, but no, say we've had we've had deep discussions about just the universe and what we believe. And I know in some of your music, it has permeated some of your music. So. I, that's that's the best part. Good question. I like I like how you're um, directing me. <laughs> yes, of course, it's my job. Right. I got. Hey, not everyone gets the roses in time to smell them, right? Hey, that's I like that. That's right. Um, while why the music is continuing to stay with me and why I keep developing it is because I'm de- developing myself mm. and I'm learning. And and the best part about learning what I'm whatever I'm like the philosophies. Like I do a, learning a lot of Eastern philosophies. Yes, I know you do. Yes. Right now, my, my new thing is uh, transcendentalism. I actually I'm I'm reading a book right now called my, the the Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, and I really recommend this book. It's you can listen to it as an audio book. I don't like reading, you know, um, visually because it's just it's kind of boring. Yeah. But um, when you're in the car and you play, say an it audiobook. again. Who is? What is it? Who's it by? Say it again. The Surrender Experiment. 
by Michael Singer. Okay. Officially. Okay, very good. Um, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so like stuff like that, I'm, I'm really getting to bring back to the music and express yeah. it through that. And, and that, you know, is, is uh, the tools I'm using is what I'm learning. You know, it's really expanding the way I'm thinking, especially being in L.A. and doing the job I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm exposed to a lot of people who are, you know, not not too long ago, I picked up someone who was like a she's not, not a shaman, but she's very spiritual. And Ooh. she walked into the car and she was like, I feel the energy. Did you have this kind of a day? And I was like, how did you, you know, I like to, I'm very enthusiastic. How did <laughs> I, you know? I know you, I know you are. That's exactly. Yes. You know, tell me how you knew that, you know, yeah. so. We hit it all. I say, here's my Uber driver. We hit it all. You're like my third Uber person who's been on one of my shows because I'm just like, Uber is the best place. They see me rolling. Then, yeah, New York today. Because <laughs> you, you never know what the Uber driver is doing on their other time. And so I love talking to them and like talking to you. We find, oh, you do this. Okay, sure. I like to support people who are doing good things. Um, and this business, you, we're all a dime a dozen on some level because there's a million of us doing this kind of stuff. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's more like it's going back to the hands of the people. It's, it's not a... It's uh, if you plan it out right, you can actually make a decent living in, in the city. What is it you like about being in a studio? Tell me what what do you like being? What about at the studio that you like being in? It? It's my temple. Okay, it's the place where I'm where I know I'm going to do something productive. Ooh, okay, I like that. Um, come on, like in, in in this world, there's so many, there's so much confusion that we we tend to kind of cling to the things that we really are familiar with. Some people make it family. Some people make it. So my thing is music because that's the thing that's been traveling with me mm-hmm. and changing with me and the thing I feel most fondest of, closest yeah. to. You can do it anytime you want. Yeah. You can do music right now. You can do music now. I can now. do it right now. now. <laughs> like you said, I can do it right, right now. All right. You right. see what I'm saying? I'm on coffee. Is- <laughs> <laughs> All right, a little inside joke. Um, coffee. There you go. Like, that's oh, the drink I drink. <laughs> Water. No. Um, Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Yeah, I'm just joking. I saw, I saw an Adam Sandler movie yesterday and it reminded me of it. Oh, my God. I saw it. Which one did you see? The do-over one. Me, too. I just watched it. Oh, my God. Me and Cameron just watched it, like, two nights ago. Oh, yeah? It actually wasn't that bad. And actually, there was a message in it at the end of the whole the whole cancer thing. And so I was like, wow, like, where did that come from? Uh, Adam Sandler seems to do that a lot, that whole, like, Yeah, I guess so. Him and David Spade. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still a, I'm a big daddy fan, and that's I'm going to stay, like, you know, that, that was the peak for it, me, Graham. What about Happy Gilmore, no? Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, of course. Yeah. But it's just kind of funny. But just, anyway, it's just kind of funny that I just watched it the other night, too. Actually, I just saw it about it myself. Because it's, it's, a, it's a Netflix original movie. So you I'm made, still, made I'm it I'm still not Netflix. getting that either. Like They the whole, made it like, for Netflix, and that's it. Like not theater. That, that's kind of where everything is shifting nowadays. Well, you're here on you're Buzz and things on the media. It's like it's all about right. it's all about internet and it's all about not just it's all about that SoundCloud. Yes, <laughs> oh, people are doing SoundCloud. They're doing exclusive SoundCloud too. They're doing it's like that, it's like YouTube for audio. Yes, when well, they're doing things, the PlayStation has series. I mean, like, they're like they're 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 going outside the box of just regular network television and even cable. You know, and for us nowadays, you know, in terms of music, there's a lot. There's only like what, wait, really three major companies at this point. So now you get to do yourself. You get to do yourself. Because there's like three big, huge companies. I love it. There's, that's one thing that I've noticed that's very like um, just different. It, it feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, like 10 years ago, you cannot find music like that. You cannot right. download just like, okay, I, I'm exposed to about 30 new artists a day. And, yeah. and I'm not exaggerating. Like that really, they, yeah. I, I look for them and... Um, and mo- and about eighty percent of them, I, I keep into, I like and keep in my library. It's that, wow. so you got to ask yourself, like, wow, like you know, now more people are given a chance to speak. 
Yeah. And music is kind of a, a really uh, popular and kind of way to express yourself. So, that is true. There's a lot of artists out yeah. there who are not huge, and they're making great music. Great. I mean, great. I, I mean, not just my friends are musicians, but like I, I discover people here and there by, you know, I hear someone, what's that? Shazam it on my phone. I'm like, oh, my God. And then you hear all this great something, how body of work. You're like, why are they popular? We, we know why, but we just like, you think, why, you know, just. So, I mean, so I'm not exactly sure how the industry works now when, when it comes to the upper echelon. Yeah. But, you know, um, you definitely listen to the conversations that people have when it comes to it. And, you know, everyone's kind of saying the same thing. So uh, now you have some what's what's upcoming for you that you're kind of working on right now. So sure. I'm kind of backtracking. Yes. All right. So okay. I'm going I'm going back to school. Oh, I'm, very gonna, good. I'm taking some producing classes. Very good. Okay. And where are you going? Do you know where you're going? Or uh, create? It's um. There's a studio called Westlake. Okay. In West Hollywood. Okay. Um, and in addition to the studio, they have this. It's more of like an exclusive academy. Oh, yeah. And. I actually Ubered, Ubered. <laughs> I course. drove for I drove for Ubered this um, one of the directors of admissions, and once again we had good chemistry in the car and the conversation was great and he invited me into the studio, and said hey listen um, you know I like you I like the music that you do, here's my card. A month later he calls me and he says listen each there's four of us that have, um, uh, a say in who we want to give a scholarship to. And he says, I was thinking about you. He says, I, you know, I, in the conversation in the car was great. The music was great. I was thinking about you. You want the scholarship? He literally broke into an academy. This show's called Breaking Into. You literally broke into I'm a, an academy. I'm a bit of a thief. What can I say? God, well, you stole me too, obviously. I have you on my I'm shows. I'm a bit of a charmer. We've done like two, we've done like three shows together on three different, three different platforms. Um, but that's really, that's really amazing. That you like. So what is the lesson you want to tell people out there who are trying to, you know, Making the music, it's just that be kind. Well, what's the what's the what's well, the, the first message? thing you got to know is it's never too late to start. That's the that's first true. thing. That's exactly true. And that's that's kind of uh, uh, I see it crippling a lot of people, and they tell me like, um, you know, it's great being a musician because people are gonna tell me like, hey, listen, I I feel like this and I want to do this and what should I do? I I, I want to know your uh, your your opinion. Your give me some advice. So I get to be put in a position where I hear what what they really want to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I hear is, oh, I can't do it. I'm a little too old. I'm a little too tied up in something. So you have to understand it's never too late to start. And once you actually want to, and, you know, you can do it. Um, I like that. It's true. There's, hold on. There's a ton, there's a ton of lessons I want to I wanna drop real quick. Please do it. I'm like, because right now I am working on some songs of my own. I've been writing some songs of my you own ideas. And he said he'd help what, me. It's, it's been six months. What's stopping you? Fear, just to just to go ahead and just go in and do it. Well, you're already aware of the problem. Yeah, fear. You just, you just, you just take the fear, just go in. I'm, not, I'm fearless. Actually, the, else. The, the book that I was talking about, the surrender experiment, that's exactly what it's about. It's about um, realizing what it is that's stopping you, pinpointing it in your mind, and and practicing actually letting it go, and yeah. and then and then seeing how life unfolds before you, yeah. and seeing how you know you can actually start trusting the decisions you're making, like that gut feeling that's talking to you. That voice in your head. There's, there's, there's a few things going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. So the gut feeling and the, and the, and the intuition telling you, like, I, I know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple other voices in your mind that are like, well, if you do that, that's you know, that's, it. that's very true. And I'm fearless to everything else I do. For some reason, I got I've been really scared to just like. So I just gotta do it. I just gotta just contact you and do it. 
Going to studio. You, I, you're gonna, you're gonna contact me uh, tomorrow morning, and I'm okay. gonna call my sound technician. Okay. And he's gonna. There you go. We're gonna do it. Okay. So they see you. He's helping. He's helping me. That's like I learned. I learned. I'm old, but I learned. You too. helped me. I, I, I drove for Uber. I'm just a driver. Yeah. And you said, hey, you know, I did. come to my show. I did. Good. So what's some other couple of lessons you would please tell me? I want people to know some lessons. Tell them what else is going on because you're because you are breaking barriers and getting into stuff. So what are a couple of things that you've learned? It's a big personal life exper- experiment. Okay, it's totally. It's it's uh, it's reactions. It's I'm meeting different people and I'm get, and I'm reacting to them and I'm I'm getting them to react to me and I'm literally just seeing where it goes. And obviously, I'm trying to go in it with the best values possible. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was younger, so like the song said in, in the force field, um, I was out of my house when I was 20. Yeah, you were, yeah. But when you're 20, it's kind of like, well, you you just kind of left high school. You're, you know, you had a little bit of college. Mm-hmm. You don't really know that much. Yeah. So, you know, so. Because now you're in your late 20s, aren't you, at this point? I'm 27. Yeah, you didn't head in the late 20s. I'm getting yeah. up there. Yeah, but but the thing is, that's yeah. the, it, it literally like... Um, Having that experience is, is, it's not even an experience, it was just more of an awareness. Once you have that awareness, you can actually like control your life a little more. And I think that's what was the problem in the beginning. Um, I lost the train of thought again. What was the point? You're good. You're good. We're talking to you're doing lessons to people. You're telling lessons. people. Oh, well, right now I just feel like I'm reminiscing. <laughs> but no, you, but you're telling about how you're sharing, how you're learning from well, your own life experience. So, so that's, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm just gonna. So, I mean, when I left. So when you're on your own and that, that's it, you have just yourself to rely on. So you mm-hmm. learn quickly, and then once you've learned, that's it. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. easier. It really is. The better, the older you get, the easier it is. That part, that part is true. That's true. I can tell you that one. High school, sure. high school was a nightmare. High school. Oh my god, it's not being up high school. I had fun, but it was still a nightmare. I got through it, and I was great, and I was popular, and all that crap. But I didn't. I was ready. To, I was ready. It was funny. Oh, I was crap. ready. I was ready to be an adult, and then I became an adult. I'm like, can I go back to high school? I mean, that was kind of a weird thing. But now I'm happy to be in my late forties. It's fine. I know, I know what I know, so we've had a lot of experience. Um, now, so, like I said, we're not defining your music. We're not going to define what your music is, but what are some styles that you like that you're finding are kind of permeating your latest music? Oh, okay. Um, styles as in, like, what am I, what's influencing me right now? Yeah, what's influencing me right now? Like, what do you... Um, I really like the fact that that mainstream is kind of going in, in a more EDM way it has a lot yes. um I'm a, I'm a big fan of high hi-fi music oh, yeah. like like troy sivan oh yeah I know is, is, is um i'm like i'm i kind of i feel like i discovered him a little before he got his fame <laughs> yes. and, and that may that gives me a little bit of sense of like um not claim you were the know I, you were the you know, know. Hey, he, he made his music for his fans and i'm a yeah. fan so i claim that music so yeah i see a lot of 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 music shifting in that area and then alongside that, hip hop has always always been, or even rap. I don't even know if you can call it hip hop anymore, just because it's it's been. There's so yeah. many directions it's going yeah, in, and true. what's being paid attention to right now isn't exactly. It's rap, yeah. but um, you know, there's just there's so many forms for music that. Sure. Actually, like now that I think of it, um, the the things that influence me don't really even have categories anymore. And I hear so much stuff. I just I hear like an overall okay. threshold of music, kind of, okay. Okay. kind of like how does it all sound together? What am I feel? What, what am I reacting to all of this music? Yeah. And and what I get is that you know we're going into this more, we're kind of taking it back into the, like the seventies. Oh, it makes me happy. Yes. Um. You know, we're realizing that you know all those older guys that were like, oh, you know, it wasn't like the Allman Brothers back in the day <laughs> or Led Zeppelin. Y'all didn't do it right. What's this? You know, rap music. So now yes. we're bringing live instruments back in the studio. Mm-hmm. 
and we're using the the quality of, of, of technology that that we can that's available to us today. And we it, can actually combine everything together and make just incredible music with sounds that have never been played before. It's funny because I grew up in the seventies, so for me, I was a disco baby. I love disco, and then of course they were like, "Disco's bad. It sucks." And in the eighties, it became you know the kind of the you called it high energy. It was like Expose and Lizette Melendez and and Stevie B and all these kind of like high energy dance stuff, and that was kind of okay. And then in the '90s became house music was really big, and that was a big thing. And then it all kind 90s, of went away. Oh, yeah, I love Rhythm, the house. Yeah, exactly. Snap, <laughs> snap, black box, grooves in the heart by uh, Delight, all that stuff. I love my. I, I grew up. I grew up with two two sisters about your age. Yeah, and that was always oh, yeah. that was in the house. In fact, you remember we were talking about it, but I think uh, um, Sporty Spice. What was her name? Mel C. Yes. I think that was playing. I think See, I five days a week you. in my house. There you go. That's another thing. Yeah, her, she had a big hit, a big hit, a solo hit that was big. That was Rudy. Dance. Yeah, Dude. all, all see all this stuff, you know, Corona, Rhythm of the Night. You're bringing um, me back. Yeah, talk about te- my, Techotronic. My Corona. Don't well, that's, don't, that's something don't, different. No, that's my Sharona. Yeah, my Sharona. That was back when I, had I was to, like I had, in school. I had to fix that. Yes, that was the knack. I love the knack. But then for a while, dance music went away again. So you're right. So like the last couple of years, EDM, which I didn't know what that was. I was like, what does EDM mean? I learned obviously like what that means. Um, the try, like trying dance music, but it became now I see the resurgence that dance isn't bad anymore. It's like now you can have songs that are bouncy and they're danceable, and they do it in rap. They do. I mean, Nicki Minaj has songs that are very electronic and some of her stuff that she does. I mean, I mean nowadays everyone's doing Beyonce does some Rihanna does some great dance songs. I mean, like, Rihanna's notorious. I think Rihanna from from who you just mentioned, I think Rihanna is the most even. Well, she goes to David Guetta and all them. She does like she does like major like and Usher too. Usher went very dance for a while. He had like one big hit and he went that direction and then became had all these different dance hits and some folks were getting mad at him because it's like Well, right now we're dance. So there's a lot of that, but what I do notice too, and this is more also in LA kind of like in the urban style music like um, like what what Drake is doing and what J Cole is doing, and you were mentioning funk, and I was thinking the first thing I was I was thinking was wow Kendrick Lamar kind of brought that love, back. Love him, um, oh, um, especially that late, latest album. It was just like it felt yeah. like a jam session of like you know it was they brought so good. they brought like everyone you know in Come George, on in. George, it's like <laughs> they brought George Clinton and it was like all right we're starting yes Untitled begins now. As I once again I'm going to mourn my Prince because Prince was somebody who did everything. I mean, everything. He did dance, he did funk, he did R&B, he did sexy, he did rock. He played amazing basketball. Yeah, he played basketball from five foot two. He played, he beat, he played basketball. He beat Dave Chappelle. I know. Shot at But I mean, it's, but it's funny. I mean, there's people that you, like you who, like I said, don't want to be pitching. He didn't want to be pitching on the box either. He wanted to be like, I play music. I'm a musician. I'm an artist. You're kind of like the same. You're like, I'm an artist. Here's my work. It might sound like it has a little raga to it. It might sound like it's... Hardcore rap, it might sound like it's dance. Like you're like, that's what you want to do, right? You bring up good points because because the thing is, I you know how often do we get someone like Prince? How, no, well, how no. often do we get someone like Michael Jackson? Right. You know, look at the weekend. I think he's I a perfect he's, example of someone who's really like, like what do you do? What do we do with you? Yeah. You know, you sing amazing. He does. But you know, you represent him for the low life. Yep. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, and and that's and that's great. Yeah, because yeah. it goes together in that way he does it, and yeah. you know, um, and I, I think I think the except okay, this is part of my belief system when it comes to music, but those exceptions are the biggest drive for me to want to be original. It's like wow, you know, if you can if you can break away from the main from the just get your own lane so far out that they're just like, what do we call you? Yeah. You know, 
And then obviously when you make that transformation and you kind of hit into the meat, into the mainstream, they right. kind of work you in slowly. Right. And that's and that's what people complain about. They're like, man, we we liked him when he was more raw, when he was when he was you know an independent. Yeah. And I think actually that's kind of the reason why I think many people are liking Chance the Rapper. It's because he's first of all he's great. Yeah. But secondly, he's going so far with his music and he's remaining an independent rapper, and he's giving motivation for a lot of. I think Gezi. I'm not exactly sure these other back backdoor deals that that get made. Yeah. But but you definitely see a shift. Well, because there's artists like you know there's artists like Lupe Fiasco or Kid Cudi and all people who try to do different things and they get praised for one album, another album they get they get they get crapped on you know it's like because the music but literally but literally the music's basically the same almost the albums are different because they're doing different types of music they're getting they're getting different artists to work with them they're doing all kinds of stuff and it's like well personally i think i think all an artist really needs to to make it to be successful is about maybe 20 or thirty thousand devoted fans that's all you need you know you tour um you put out music it it depends on how far you want to go but really that's kind of all you need so, sir, this is my this is my question. I'm gonna say to you because I asked you this Let's question last time. Let's do it. Um, what's going on with your social media? What's going on with my social media? Yes, are you getting are you getting back? Because before I talked to you last time, you're like, mm-hmm. I don't. Are like you gonna roast so me right now? Yes, because you didn't because you need because you just brought up a good point. You gotta build that. Fa- you know, I'm a whore. I'm on that. I'm on social media working it out. You got me. I'm you're, so- you're, you're you're completely right, and I agree with you. Yeah. And and there's actually a really great sentence <laughs> that I learned from from philosophy from this, from Taoism. Okay. Sorry. It said, first of all, a humble man can't say he's humble. All right. Yes, right. And what a what a burden it is for someone who has to be a blabbermouth. Mm, yes. And has to talk and has to, yeah, you know, yeah, hey, did you know this? You have to do it. And and I completely agree with you. And, and, you, can, um, and you can find a way to do it that can work for you. That there's there's ways to do it so that you still feel I guess I'm still looking for that one yeah, way that you works. Find for a way. Me. You know what I mean? Like I do it my own way too. I've I've definitely tried it and I'm definitely like I said remaining open-minded. Yeah. And it's never too late. But um no so so far I mean it's pretty steady. I I'm I've been getting a lot more feedback especially cuz I've been getting ready these next few songs yes. that I'm preparing okay. to release. Um three songs in the last month. That's two good. recently, and and one of them is just you know I'm very proud of because I got to really touch a personal part of my life, and okay. um and actually and personally get like the kind of a sense of accomplishment. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. Force field is a, is a is a step for me forward. Good. Good. Now I ask my guests the same two questions. I don't prepare them at all, um, but I ask them because I want to hear their first reactions. And you see, it's a word. It has been a phrase for some people. So I'm going to ask you, John Blaze, and just whatever comes to mind for you. You know, obviously you're a lyricist, and I believe that language is very important. You know, it can also it can hold us back. It can push us forward. It can do all kinds of stuff for us. So in the English language, what is one word do you think we should take out of our vocabulary? No. I like that. You're a good, you're a good example on that. Um, great, you're a great you wanna, example. You want to do it? No. That's already, you know. Oh, okay, how about can't? Ooh, that's another one can't's too. a better one. Another one, can't. It's like yeah. can't. What do you mean you can't? Or if. Or if, yeah. Or maybe. Oh, I sound like all those. That's good. That's what they told me to take out of my my. When I, mm-hmm. So, like, when I was 24, 25, that's when I started doing this whole, like, yeah. disciplining your mind and stuff. And that's, that's, like, that's the first thing they tell you is take those words out of your mind, practice not using them, and if you ever mess up and use the word, it's okay. Just be aware of that and try not to do it again. It, it's yeah. really yeah. just about practicing. Actually, it is. It's about practicing habits. You can create your own habit, and that goes for mine 
changing also. Um, and now, and on the on the other side of that, what word do you think we should say more of, or bring or bring back into our vocabulary? Love. I like that one. That's it's, easy. It's, it's underrated it's too. So, it's so easy. It's the one. It's the it's the strongest energy in the universe. It's it's everything. Um, and the moment, and, and that's actually, it's it's interesting. It's like people. Um, I, I, this is stuff that I'm fascinated by. I'm not exactly sure if it's real or not. It's good for me to say that it's a fascination of mine. Yes. But um, it says, you know, that we come from two sources, a source of fear and a source of love. And when you act from a source of love, you act a certain way. And when you act from fear, there's also the results that come from that. Everything, you know, just like, you know, reaction, action, reaction. Mm -hmm. so, um, so once you're aware of that, you can kind of start catching yourself. You can kind of start um, like, oh, I usually I would have reacted like this. But, you know, now. Yeah. So um, that's kind of a. My, um, I want to get more of his love. His I own. did an interview with someone, Steve Rohr, who's a great guy, who's um, wrote a book called Scared Speechless. And he talks about how you should have fear. Fear is good for you. You can actually make it work for your advantage. Trying to get rid of it all the way is not really the goal. And you're almost saying, you're almost saying the same thing. Like, like getting rid of it. It's like, hey, you have fear. Great. You know you have fear. You know, I, I just heard a cool story about Frank Sinatra. Okay. Said from, the, from his last performance... To his last days of performing, he was always nervous. He was always scared, and he always had to talk himself into it oh, really? in the, in uh, behind the stage, behind wow. the curtains. And and then and then um, and then what was said after that was that that edginess. You don't lose that edginess. The edginess is actually going to bring. It's going to help you go on stage and actually perform at maximum. Yeah. Because a little of that fear. I mean, obviously, there's there's so many things tied to it. There's yeah. the ego. There is a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's even myself, even like going to a show, the, the, the trip there, I have to sit there and I have to focus on something right. because, cause it, it, because it creeps up on you. Yeah, no, so um, it's very natural. And I think it happens with everybody. And obviously, um, you shouldn't, you know, you, you're not going to get fear completely out of the equation. No. Only Superman does that. Okay, go on, Superman. That's right. right. We got to learn from Clark. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but 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 the thing is, how well are you gonna react to that? So so if you can't get rid of fear completely, at least you can do is you can learn the best way to handle it. Mm, yes, and that obviously depends on you. But you know, yeah, I like that. I'm getting rid of my fear. I'm gonna do a song, right? Right, make music. I'm gonna do. I want you. I've been actually I've been having fun experimenting. So I actually really do want to go in a studio and actually see what it's like and see what professionals what they can help me come up with. I think it's, I mean, that part actually is exciting. Welcome to the club. Huh? I just did it for my cousin, Karen Watkins. She's amazing. She has, I check this out. So for a great example of, uh, and I know she's going to want to, you know, she's going to be like, don't, don't mention it. <laughs> but talk about a great example of like, of the individual actually having his voice. Yes. And, and kind of going back into the power of the people. So my, my cousin has never released a song. No one, like no one has heard her sing. And she turned to me and she said, I want to make a song. And I said, all right, come over. Let's see what you got. And I was blown away. She, she sounded like Lennon like Lennon Del Rey, but just different in her own style. I took her to the studio, and, and the sound technician said the same thing. And we're sitting there looking like, there's so many people in this world, and each one of them has their own long-lived experience. You just got to get curious about what's going on in, in all these minds. That's true. And all people always ask me all the time, I say, Jay, you always seem like you're interested in your interviews. Like, I am. Because we all have something to say. It's something different or possibly similar to what... So I like comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. 
You guys, this is a great guy. John Blaze, of course. Tell folks in that camera where they can find you online or social media or SoundCloud, all that stuff. Tell them. All right. Well, um, I'm on Facebook as John Blaze. And um, if you go to my SoundCloud account, just look up John Blaze also. Or, um, or www.soundcloud.com slash John Blaze dash level. Yes, that's, uh, to right, be, that's to, right. That's to right. To be more exact, I had to make it more level. exact. I don't want to say that. Because, I uh, know, once you punch in the search, you actually find me. And all 40 of my songs are on there. They are on there. I think you have 42, um, I think. I 42, I'm not even counting anymore. So I'm, just, yeah, you have a lot. I'm just thinking about the next one. Yes, that's, that's, that's right. right. Yes. Yes. Um, that's the main one. Also, my Twitter account, Johnny Blaze Rap. Uh, what else? My Instagram, Johnny Blaze Rap. No, John Blaze Rap. Yes, John. Yeah, um, we get all uniform. Yeah. Uh, once you hit up one of my social media accounts, um, they're going to have links to the other accounts. So, yeah. That's true. And of course, we'll be featured, it'll be featured on our Breaking MT page, of course. And we're actually friends. So you'll probably see stuff of his on my page. And. Here and there. Of course, this is Black Hollywood Live breaking into. You can follow us on YouTube and iTunes under Black Hollywood Live and under the Breaking Into. There's a whole section for us. I've done, I think he's now my 31st episode. Congratulations. Thank you. Woo-hoo. I know. Like, thank you. This is crazy. crazy. It's like moving right along here. And we have so we have a bunch of other great artists I talk to, people I talk to on there. You can follow them there. Hopefully, I get the 100th one, right? Yeah, we went for 100. All right, I'm calling dibs. That's a deal. The 100th one, he's going to do it. So I'm like, when's that going to be? It's later on this year, maybe. I'll be very famous by then. <laughs> yes. Bring exactly. it out to the universe. I'm, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. I just put it all. out to the universe. You did. I would not be surprised at all. Um, and you can follow me at James Hyde Jr. on all social media platforms. And that's everything. Just go to everything. And I actually have, I have a SoundCloud page, too. Actually, a few things on it. It's under James Live Jr. So you can go there and check out some of the things I've been kind of playing with. Thank you for watching us. As always, pay it forward. Lift each other up and share knowledge. See you next time. First online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at VHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Sipia, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.